Welcome to the FML Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, and I'm here to motivate, educate, and inspire you on all things fitness, mindset, and lifestyle. That is right, we are bringing a new meaning to those letters. I'm the owner and head coach of CamFit Training, where we help women live confident and empowered lives. Today, I'll be sharing some honest insight about what I've learned and I'm still learning in my own journey, as well as our CamFit fans, so that you can live empowered too. Welcome back, party people. I just want to say that you are not here by coincidence or mistake or by accident today. You are meant to be here listening to this right now. I know it. I can feel it in the air. And what I'm going to talk about today is so relevant to all of us. And even if you know all these things, it's a great reminder. But before we even get into consistency and why it's so damn hard and how we can actually break the cycle. I just want to say that today's a really good day. Like not just because like everything went well for me today, but I'm just feeling very, very filled up by the job that I do and the women that I get to work with. And as you probably know by now, I help women master their fitness mindset and lifestyle. And in all honesty, guys, there are days where going into a week or a day where I have five to 10 coaching calls, if I'm not feeling, you know, hyped up and super confident in my best self, it's easy for me to question myself and to think, man, I really hope that I can come through and I can say some things that these girls need to hear today. Because a lot of the women that I work with are going through a lot um, in different seasons of their life and you know, 2021 is <laughs> uh, no walk in the park for anybody. So yeah, I just, um, sometimes I get stressed about providing value uh, through my coaching and being able to help people work through whatever they're going through. And so on the days where that goes really well and my clients have breakthroughs and we have great conversation and what seems like a rut for them we can so clearly and swiftly in a matter of 45 minutes make into like a brand new opportunity and pathway to success. Ah, I feel so good. I love this job and I just wanna brag about it because I believe that everyone should do something that really fills them up for a living. We spend too many hours working to not do that. so. Maybe you needed to hear that. Maybe it's not relevant to you. Maybe you're already doing it. And if you are, hats off to you because we weren't exactly raised in a society that encourages that, you know, like we're raised to chase the dollar dollar bills and job security and healthcare, but not necessarily what just really fills up your soul. So if you're not already doing that, think what is that for you? This has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today, but honestly, just ask yourself, like, if you could go back or if you could change things right now and pursue a different career path and something that maybe isn't necessarily your passion and, you know, what you're meant to do in this life, but something that just really, like, clicks with you and um, intrigues you and just makes you want to be better and to show up, what would that be? If you have no idea, think about it. I think it's something that is absolutely worth thinking about. But anyway, that was my uh, 
thought of the day. That was my little seed of inspo for the day. So moving on to what I'm really going to be talking about for the next 40 minutes. Consistency. Honestly, why is this so hard? Like, I don't know one person who doesn't struggle with consistency in whatever it is they're trying to improve in their life. I'm going to give you a little peace of mind today. It is not easy for anybody, and not because you don't have discipline, not because you're not motivated, not because you're incapable, but because it's just how we are wired as humans. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just a human. (sighs) Sigh of relief. Am I right? Like, yeah, you can rest in that. You don't have to walk around feeling like, damn, I suck. I am never going to be successful because this is all totally normal, my friend. So let's talk about why it's actually so hard to stay consistent in your new habits that you're trying to build, okay? So I have read my fair share of books that break down the psychology around habits, breaking them, building them, methodology to make it 10 times more efficient. So I'm gonna put a couple of them in the show notes if you wanna dive into this topic more for yourself. It's so fascinating. To understand why we are the way we are is such a massive opportunity. Like we can, once you're aware, that's an open door to change. And that's what we're all seeking at the end of the day is growth and change and something better. So um, I really need to keep myself on track today. (laughs) But the books that I'm going to be referencing and that I've learned from are going to be in the show notes. And I can't take credit for all this content. Like I learned it somewhere. And these are the places that I learned it in case you want to check that out. But basically, to start out, There are multiple layers that prohibit us from just flowing into a new routine and lifestyle with ease. And it's mostly human nature because there is a reason that they call us, quote unquote, creatures of habits. We are. That's the way our brain functions because that makes us feel safe. Familiarity makes us feel safe. And even though it's typically not the best option, the most productive or the healthiest, it's what we know. It's all we know, really, from what we were taught growing up, what we were conditioned to think or believe. They're all neural pathways that already exist in our brains. And it's a lot harder for our brains to create new ones than to just use the old ones. And it's more challenging and it's it puts us in a place of discomfort and uncertainty. And as humans, we love certainty. We need it to feel safe. I think the best neural pathway analogy that I've seen is that, okay, so if you picture a snow mountain and you got a bunch of kids sledding down a snow mountain and the first couple go down this one path and then the rest just jump in and go down the same path and now it's all smoothed over and it's a little bit icy and you it's really fast when you go down it so why create a new one right like that's kind of a waste of time why not just go down this path it's kind of the same thing for our minds and thinking new thoughts and taking new action doesn't come as naturally because it's not as easy so these habits that we're trying to break where did they even come from they came from somewhere we were taught them either by our parents, through society, through the school system. 
we were taught everything that we know and everything that we do. So it's so ingrained in there that it's part of our subconscious thought process. And because as humans, we love to be right about things and we love that kind of validation because again, it makes us feel safe. We seek confirmation everywhere that we're right. So if we're having these subconscious thoughts that carbs are going to make you fat, there's no reason to eat carbs and we don't even realize we're thinking that, it's just so deep rooted in there that it's on replay in the back of our heads every time we see bread, we're going to seek evidence that supports that. So if we do eat bread the next morning, if we're up half a pound on the scale, we're automatically gonna say, damn it, it was the bread. I knew, I knew, I know I can't eat bread. Why did I do that? When in reality, you haven't shit yet today. Like, (laughs) that's it, that's all it is. But what we do, because we love to be right, is we seek evidence for everything that we believe and we know. And a lot of those things we don't actually agree with. We're just on autopilot because we've been conditioned. And I guarantee that if this is the first time you're hearing this, you're going to catch yourself so many times seeking evidence for random shit that just validates what you think you know from here on out. But the good news is that it works on the flip side as well. So this is why thinking intentional thoughts, practicing cognitive thinking, and telling yourself things that might feel like lies at first actually become true. A lot of people refer to this concept as manifestation. And what's really happening is again, you're seeking evidence. So if you tell yourself something every day, like it is easy for me to get up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym, I enjoy this time. Eventually you will start seeking proof of that naturally and it will become true. And this awareness is such a huge window of opportunity. And it's a window that you can choose to leap through and to embrace and to say, you know what? I've never done things this way or I've never let myself explore this as an option or as a solution, but I'm gonna give it a try because maybe I was wrong and that takes some humility and that takes some balls sometimes because sometimes it's very, very uncomfortable and that's okay. So once you're self-aware and you've acknowledged and celebrated that self-awareness, it's really, really important that you get crystal clear not on what needs to be done instead, but the identity that you want to and need to step into and become. And so something that you might have seen floating around Instagram on a inspirational spiritual quote is the term higher self. And what people mean by this is everything that you want in life, everything you want to be, all the characteristics you want to embody and be known for, all the impact you want to make, all the things you want to do, all the fun you want to have, the life you want to live. Not the life society encouraged you to live, but the one that you really deeply, truly want. This is your higher self. And this is the person that you need to access and make decisions as instead of who you are today. So instead of looking at this like, okay, if I wanna lose 10 pounds, I am going to go to the gym every single morning. And we hyper-focus on getting up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym, which is really freaking hard. 
instead of putting ourselves in the shoes of someone who is lean, healthy, confident, imagine you as your highest self, the best version of you. Be her. Act as her. What decision would she make? Don't force yourself to make decisions that don't align with you. Simply align with that person first and the decisions will come so much more naturally. Something that we do inside of our coaching process is when someone is in the beginning of their journey, we provide them with a self-awareness and vision worksheet. And so it asks a lot of questions that get to the root of what you're happy with in your life, what you're not happy with, who you want to be, what you want to have, the life you want to live, all of the things. And so that's the self-awareness part. And then we do goal mapping from two to five year goals to this year goals to daily step-by-step goals that you can start tomorrow. And so the purpose of that is to make that identity of your highest self, your best self, very, very clear. So you can just, again, be her. You don't have to be that person who wants to be healthier. You can identify as that healthy person and the rest will just fall into place. That's a vital piece that many people miss in this process. So get clear on that before setting any of your action items. And then when you do set action items, I'm begging you to make them very, very attainable. Not just attainable, very, like almost too easy. So if you say, okay, how many times can I realistically work out this week? The part of you that is so ready to change and improve is gonna say, there is no reason that I cannot make it there four times this week. Yeah, you're right. There's probably no real reason you can't. However, what we're focusing on right now is the baby steps and the small wins. And the small wins need to be achieved so that you can gain some momentum and some motivation. And so you continue to have something to work towards and you feel like you're making progress. Because you are. All of it counts. We fixate so hard on the results that are going to take months or even years to achieve. And we think we're just going to be able to push through that long ass stretch of time until we get there. And we're just going to get to the mountaintop and be like, yes, that was a miserable two years, but I'm here. We need baby steps and milestones and small wins. We need incentives. It is more than okay to incentivize yourself. I encourage you to incentivize yourself as long as you're not completely negating the uh, work that you just put in, meaning maybe don't eat an entire cake after every workout, but you know what I'm saying. So give yourself something to work towards and give yourself a little reward when you get there. That is healthy. That is normal. Do you guys remember in high school psychology class when they taught you about the rats that would press the bar to get a treat and then they knew to press the bar? All the studies that have been done around conditioning and building habits included rewards. Small goals and small rewards are what's going to keep you going. Look at it this way. If you were climbing a mountain and you wanted to get to the top and it took 100 steps to get to the top, you physically couldn't get there with 99 steps. You would still need one more. So technically, that 100th step 
that little baby step that maybe it was hitting your macros one day or just shifting into a positive mindset when you really didn't feel like it. That is equally as important as the giant breakthrough you're chasing because you cannot get there without all 100 of those steps. So set those steps and those goals small and acknowledge them and allow yourself to feel proud and to reward yourself. We are so hard on ourselves, it is unreal. My clients will share some incredible wins without even intentionally sharing them. They'll just be like hidden in conversation and I'll have to pause and say, I'm sorry, what did you just tell me? Did you, you just had this amazing mindset shift and pulled yourself out of a rut as soon as you realized you were in it instead of staying there for three weeks? Do you see the type of massive progress that is? But we fixate on the end goal so hard that we miss the little things. And life is really nothing but a collection of small moments. So enjoy them. And as much as I like to believe that after talking about those small wins, y'all will actually set them. (laughs) It is nearly impossible, it seems, for us to do that until we have dove in headfirst and burnt out within the first couple months of something, right? It's like you get inspired to change and you're fucking coming for change no matter what. Give me all of it right now. I'm ready to rule the world and change everything about everything that I know. And I'm pretty sure every single human alive has the tendency to do this. Just remember that when you do feel overwhelmed or you have a hard time sticking with it, it's important to count your loss as a win. So if you look at it like, oh, I just fell off the wagon for a whole month. I suck. I'm going to go ahead and see that as a win. When that happens with my clients, I say, you know what? We are one step further because we just covered so much ground and what went wrong. We learned so much about you. We learned about what we need to shift for you. And now we're going to do it. And you have the support. You have the guidance and the tools. And there's no reason it can't be done. So please just remember to pivot instead of give up. Pivot instead of give up and scale back. You'll need to scale back. If you dive in too hard and put too much on your plate, you're going to need to take a couple things off. And there's no shame in that. Absolutely none. We've all been there. I do that to myself still. We can't not. It's our it's our emotions. We get excited. We're like, I want to do everything. And we try to do everything. And it's just a lot of internal tension to fight at once. So take it one step at a time. And if and when you become overwhelmed or burnt out, just scale back and allow yourself to be okay with that. So my final tip for becoming more consistent is a very, very underrated topic and one that I've actually been chatting with my clients a little bit more about lately because I realize how underrated it is because of how spoiled I am. And (laughs) this makes no sense to you yet. What I'm referring to is our social circles. This makes new habits either 10 times easier or 10 times harder. And I say I'm spoiled because I'm with a man who is equally as passionate about health, fitness, and growth as I am. And he actually was a big influence on me for a while when I wasn't as passionate about those things. So I really have him to thank for that. 
Whereas a lot of people are in a situation where they're not necessarily supported by the people around them or the people around them aren't really on par with the changes that they're trying to make. And if they're not into these things, that's totally okay, you know, to each their own. But if you're spending so much time with that person and they're not making the same decisions as you, it's really, really hard to be the oddball out. It's another thing about humans. We need acceptance, we need to belong. And so if we're with a group of five friends who are all ordering drinks and queso at dinner on Friday night, we don't wanna be the one who gets a salad, are you kidding me? No one likes that person. (laughs) Kidding, kidding. But no, it's really tough. But something pretty simple that we can do is just ask for support. If you're starting this journey, whether it's with a coach or on your own, let that person know and say, hey, you know, I don't know if you really like believe that I can do this, but I'm really determined and I have my goal set and I'm ready to make a change and I really want to be better and it would just really mean a lot to me if I had your support. So if we're out and I don't order what everybody else, like, would you mind just not saying anything about it? Like, I don't need you to make the decision with me. I just, I really want to be put in a position for success. Or maybe it looks like, hey babe, I really want to make some time for myself in the mornings to get myself in a great headspace before I go to work because I know it really stresses me out. And I think it would just be really beneficial for my mental health to do that. I'm going to be trying to wake up earlier in the mornings, but that is a struggle getting started. So in the beginning, while I'm getting the hang of it, would you mind maybe making me breakfast when you make yours? And if that person genuinely loves you and cares about you, they've got you right there and then. They'll probably even go out of their way to make it known how much they believe in you and how willing they are to go the extra mile to help. And if someone is not encouraging and not understanding what you're asking for, then that, you know, kind of is a whole different path that you should probably explore within that relationship. But that's generally the response you're going to get. It is so okay to ask for help. I know a lot of y'all need to hear that right now because something that people tend to be very resistant towards, it's okay. It will make you feel so loved and supported and it'll just fire you up to keep going, honestly. You're so much more likely to be resilient when you've got other people with you. You are a force to be reckoned with, my friend. Gather your tribe around you and go for it. You got this. Ask for what you need. A wise woman, a close friend of mine, said that to me a couple years ago, and I will never forget it. The simplest words really clicked with me. Ask for what you need. People can't read your minds. They have 10,000 other things going on, or maybe they have a preconceived notion of you and the idea that you're not going to stick with this and they should just kind of brush it off and not take you seriously, ask. Ask for their support. You should get it. And if they don't give it to you, that's a problem. That's another thing. But you'll get it. Let's be honest. Because you're awesome and you're surrounded by people who want to see you succeed. So to recap how you can 
develop habits that actually stick and become effective and allow you to develop some consistency so you can reach those big goals of yours and change your whole life. Step one, develop some self-awareness and be present in it. Acknowledge it, see it for what it is. If you don't even know where to start with this, I'm gonna make a book recommendation. I'm not even halfway through this book, but it is so, so amazing and such a great tool for self-awareness. It's called 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think by Brianna Wiest. She is truly incredible at putting complex concepts into words that really help us understand ourselves better. So highly recommend that book if you just don't know where to start with the self-awareness. So once you're self-aware, you have opportunities and freedom to change all around you. All you got to do is take the first step. Don't be hesitant to take action. Just take one small baby step that you feel proud of and that you reward. And so what I would recommend that next baby step be before it actually becomes something tangible that you do on a regular basis is get clear on the identity that you're trying to be. Who do you want to be? Not what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And just be that person. Live as that person. When your five o'clock alarm goes off and you think, man, I really should go to the gym right now. Instead of having that thought, exchange it for what would the fit, lean, happy, thriving, wealthy version of me do right now? She would bounce out of bed without hesitation. And then you have that that image and that feeling of who you want to be and you feel yourself being one step closer to them and it makes it 10 times easier so take the time to identify who that is what the true things that you want in life are once you do that set the small goals plan them out make them small don't dive in head first but if you do Remember that it's okay and it's good to scale back whenever you get overwhelmed or whenever you don't follow through or when you fall off the wagon. This is completely normal. This is all normal stuff to happen. You're not a failure. You're not lacking discipline. You can do this. You just need to do it with repetition. A failure is one step closer to success. It's absolutely inevitable if you're actually going to succeed. So just take it and move on. And as you keep going on this journey, please don't forget to count your small wins as if they are your big breakthroughs. This is so, so vital, is don't overlook the little things that you did. If you need to just pause and describe your list, your life six months ago versus your life now, and just compare and contrast all the small steps you've taken, do that. That's where journaling comes in very, very handy. It really helps you see the truth in black and white, plain and simple. So the last thing is ask for what you need. It's going to make a world of difference in your journey. And you're going to inspire them. Even if they don't take a lot of interest in what you're doing at first, believe me, as you transform and as you grow and your progress becomes a little bit more evident, you are without a doubt going to inspire them. They might not ever say it, 
they might not even realize that that's what's happening, but one of these days, they're gonna take some kind of interest in what you're doing. They're gonna have curiosity, and hopefully from there, it'll snowball, and it'll produce some change for them too. So trust that. Trust that just because people can't see it in the beginning doesn't mean they won't ever see it. No one ever sees how hard it is in the beginning when you get started. All they see is the end. When you're thriving, you're successful, then everybody wants to know what happened and how they can get there overnight. They don't see all the hard days and the resilience and the challenges that happen in between. And that's okay because that's where you can be a light to others. And when they decide to start their own journey, you can step in and you can shed some light on the things that you wish somebody would have shared with you. Or you can say, hey, it's okay to to fall off for a month or to feel like giving up. This is all part of the process. I've been there. And then it's all going to click for them. So it's just a never-ending cycle and it really really feels good to pass it along so keep that in mind you are always inspiring others don't be scared to be the one who chases change and bigger goals and dreams it's good to be that person everyone needs that person in their life and i believe that that's you or you would not be listening to this right now you are clearly hungry to grow and that in itself is amazing so you are more than one step of the way in all you got to do is keep going my friend just keep going you got this shift pivot be flexible and be resilient that's one of my words for 2021 and i want to share it with you maybe it'll be your word for 2022 resilience don't let anything get you down Well, I hope this got you all good and fired up to go make shit happen in your life. And if you're so fired up that you're ready to just take the leap and invest in yourself and guidance in this area, in your exercise, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle, please do not hesitate to inquire through the link I'm going to put in the show notes. There's no strings attached. You inquire, you tell us whatever you want us to know. One of us will reach out, we'll chat a little bit, we'll get a call set up. We'll learn more about you, you'll learn more about our coaching process, and we'll figure out if it's a good fit for you. You're not automatically roped into anything. If it's not for you, it's not for you, and that's more than okay. Regardless, we're happy to sit down and have a conversation and get to know you a little bit. So come inquire. We would love to talk with you. And if this episode inspired you, you think other people should hear it, please share it on social media. That would mean a lot to me if you could just go to the share link in whatever platform you're on, Spotify, Apple right now, and just add it to your story. Tag me, CamFit, K-A-M-F-I-T-T. Let me know what resonated with you. I want to connect with you. So let a sister know. And if you would like to leave a five-star rating, my heart might just explode. But most importantly, thank you for just being here. I'm so happy you were here and I really, really hope you got something out of this. So come back for the next episode. It'll be out in two weeks. You are awesome. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you next time.